Hello and welcome to the episode 6 of the podcast. In this episode we will discuss about another core tenant of Sanatan Dharma or Hinduism called Karma. Karma is another one of those non-translatable words from Sanskrit. It needs to be understood as it denotes more than just an action. Karma is another example where everyone has started using it without realizing the true essence of the word or what it represents. In the West, it has been merely reduced to action or a point system in social media such as Reddit. Whatever the philosophical meaning of karma, it's being lost by using the word karma to represent a simple action. Uh, in Brihad Aranyaka Upanishad, we find one of the earliest references to the karma linked to the causality in the verse 5 of 4th Brahmana of chapter 4. The English translation of the verse is, begin quotes, The self is indeed Brahman, as well as identified with the intellect, the manas, and the vital force, with the eyes, ears, with water, earth, air, and the ether, with fire, and what is other than fire, with desire, and the absence of desire, with anger, and the absence of anger, with righteousness, and non-righteousness with everything identified as is well known, with this what is perceived and with that what is inferred. As it does and acts, so it becomes. By doing good, it becomes good. By doing evil, it becomes evil. It becomes virtuous through good acts and vicious through evil acts. Others, however, say the self is identified with the desire alone. What it desires, it resolves. What it resolves, it works out, and what it works out, it, it attains. End quotes. Here you can see that the verse is referring to the good and bad actions and how the self is identified with it. Uh, karma is the derived from the Sanskrit word uh, karman, meaning to act. So in its most basic sense, karma is referred to the action being performed. And just like in physics, where every action has a reaction in real life too every karma has a reaction too if you do good deeds and it leads to a good karma and the results of such action will be beneficial on the other hand if you do bad deeds it will lead to the bad karma and the results of such action will not be beneficial will not be beneficial to anybody here i would like to mention um, that when people say bad karma they sometimes are equating it to bad luck which is not the case with the karma Karma has nothing to do with luck. It just deals with actions being performed by us and its consequences. One should also note that the karma is the fundamental to the nature and its inhabitants. Every living thing is performing karma. In, in a way, it's automatic and mechanical and it has nothing to do with God. Neither it is a measuring stick for punishment or reward. Even gods in Hinduism are not exempt from karma as gods also perform actions which leads to karma, which in turn leads to karmic reactions. To illustrate how even the gods are not exempt, let us look at the story involving Narada and Vishnu. One time, Narada, Narada Rishi, the son of Brahma, during his travels he comes across a beautiful princess. Even though he swore to be a brahmachari, or celibate, his whole life, he gets tempted by this beautiful princess and wants to marry her but being a rishi he thinks the princess would not like him so he goes to vishnu 
and ask him to give a beautiful face so that he can go and marry the princess. Vishnu says, okay. So Rishi Narada is happy and goes to Swamvar of the princess to marry her. But when she looks at him, she starts laughing. Narada, feeling insulted, goes away and sees the reflection in the water that he has a monkey head on a human body. He gets angry and then goes to Vishnu and curses him that he will be separated from his wife and he would enlist the help of the monkey man. Vishnu in his next avatar of Ram goes through the separation and Hanuman, the monkey god, helps him out. So you can see both Narada and Vishnu performed karma and they had to deal with the reactions as a result of their karma. So everyone needs to pay their karma based on their deeds, whether it is God or human or animals without any exceptions. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna classifies the actions as karma, which is action, vikarma, which is undesirable action, and akarma, which is action without any attachment. Both karma and vikarma will generate reactions, but akarma will not generate any reaction. This is because karma and vikarma are the results of the desires or attachments, but when performs action without any attachment or desire, it does not produce any karmic reactions. A simple example of our karma is breathing. Breathing is an action performed by almost all living things, but most of the time it is done without even thinking about it. I bet you are not even thinking about how you are breathing right now. We just do it. In most cases, when we do this without any attachment or no desire to keep breathing, it will not generate any karmic reactions. The desires or the attachments can either be physical in nature or they can also be generated by thoughts. And just like the story of the Vishnu and Narada, the results of the karma may not be immediate, but they, may, they will happen in a later point or in your next birth. This is the core philosophy of Hinduism, wherein the soul just carries forward the karma through the process of life and death and tries to resolve it. But the mere process of resolving the previous karma generates more karma and this keeps on going. And thus, the goal of Hinduism is to attain moksha, which is total liberation from this cycle of life and death. And this is where Sanatana Dharma comes in handy to perform the karma. The dharma will guide you to do the right action in the given context and help one to reduce the effects of their karma or it prevents from them from doing vikarma or the bad actions. This all makes sense if you believe in Hinduism or some of the similar philosophies such as Buddhism or Jainism or Sikhism which believe in karma. But if you are an atheist or one who does not believe in Hinduism, you can still see that how karma is being performed by you. Any actions one performs will lead to the reaction. Just like the butterfly effect in Keo's theory, any action one performs lead to its reactions and the effect of those reactions will be not known until later time. A scientist develops a vaccine which saves the life of a person who might go on further to develop a life-saving drug or a terrorist kills a person who could have developed the life-saving drug. In either case, an action was performed which could either be good or bad and the action will have uh, ramifications which will affect the person in one way or the another. If humanity comes together and gets working on the climate change, we can reap the benefits of the good karma. But if, on the other hand, we do not do much, we will suffer in the effects of the bad karma. 
The karma will bring results in one way or another. It is unescapable and unavoidable force, which everyone must deal with. In conclusion, I would like to say that karma is present in everyone's life, along with dharma, and just not that these have nothing to do with religion. These are beyond religion and guides us to live our life, which is what Sanatan Dharma is about. Hope you all enjoyed listening to this week's episode. Please comment and let me know what you think about karma. Sarvejana Sukhino Bhavantu.